Hello and welcome to Podcast Versus Player, episode 159. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who's just brought a dog from a magician. It's a Labracadabra dog. <laughs> Labracadabra. Love it. It's only bloody Dan. Hey. We got there. Yeah, we did. <laughs> to those of you who are in the know, we went through a lot of jokes. <laughs> yeah, we did go through about 12 of these ago. And then whichever is the best. So if you go, God, that was shit. Imagine what didn't get picked. Exactly. I can I can go over a few of them, but... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> How the devil are you? I'm quite well. I'm quite well indeed. Quite you well. You right? I'm not too bad. Um, Got to do a little plug. This week's episode... <laughs> Sorry. This week's episode is brought to you by Accessory Power in their enhanced gaming range. The Enhanced Infiltrate Gaming Mouse offers a competitive edge with brilliant LED active lighting, along with a sleek ergonomic profile. The matte black surface feels comfortable and cool to the touch, helping alleviate hand strain, and with a quick action DPI toggle switch, the Infiltrate grants the ability to hone in on your enemies and make the delicate fast-paced reactions needed for digital supremacy in all your favourite PC games. And with Podcast Versus Player, you can get 15% off the mouse following the link in the description and using promo code PVSP. 150F. That's PVSP 150F. Promo active until the 28th of October 2019. Keep your eyes peeled for our full review on the website, which will be live in a few days. Thanks, Accessory Power. Yeah, it's actually a pretty decent mouse. And it's I'm thinking, sexy. honestly, of utilizing that code myself because I've had mine for a couple of years. Mm, maybe. It's been a while. It's actually, been a while. no. Um, when did I get this game map thing? Um, About two years ago, I reckon. Oh, bollocks. It can't have been that long. Yeah, you got it before I got my new PC. Really? Yeah. Well, my new keyboard and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You, to be fair, with the speed of these bloody years that are going, seem to be going by these days, you're probably not wrong. Either way, though, I miss my old, because I've got a, a Mad Cat's rat. Um, I had a, a rat five or six before, I think. But it had, like, weights, and it had, like, all these different buttons for doing different things that I never utilised, but they were there at least. Um, now, I, I, so I got the Rat 4, so I was just like, man, I don't really use any of that stuff, and I don't really need it or whatever. Man, I miss it. It just, because it looked like the Tumblr, didn't it? Like the Batman yeah, it's pretty cool. Tumblr. And it was all, like, sort of, like, individual mechanical components, that so it all clicked and felt nice. Whereas this, it's just the cheaper version of that, basically. Yeah. And it feels it. And it's still good, but it's just, I feel like it's on its way out. And honestly, the accessory gaming guys, that mouse is actually pretty decent. It's a nice, lovely little mouse. I might have to actually upgrade it to that. Well, I don't even know if it would count as an upgrade, specs-wise. But as long as it does the job, that's kind of what you need, rather than what's the best on the best in the business. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've been using it for the last couple of days, doing some edits... Um, on videos, including using the uh, brand new Vegas Pro 17. Um, we haven't got a uh, code from Sony Vegas. Yeah, but no, Magics. We did have for 16, but we haven't for 17. Um, there might be one in the emails that we just haven't looked at. But <laughs> um, it's been very nice editing with it and stuff. I haven't actually done any gaming with it as of yet. No. So that will change this week when we record some stuff. Yes. Um, moving on. Just some bloody news, you rascal. If it's good news, I'll I'll take it. Well, just some news. Yes. 
Uh, one of Hollywood's best known and most esteemed directors, Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. Not sure. Uh, how'd you say it? Coppola. Coppola. Uh, has spoken out on the subject of Marvel and superhero movies, and not just to back up Martin Scorsese's negative comments, he took things several steps further. The five-time Oscar-winning director behind m- movies like The Godfather and Apocalypse Now said Scorsese is right when he says superhero movies are, quote, not cinema, and that movie theatres have become more like an amusement park. Um, this is a direct quote. Marvel movies don't offer enlightenment, knowledge, or inspiration. Okay. When Martin Scorsese says that the Marvel pictures are not cinema, he's right because we expect to learn something from cinema. We expect to gain something, some enlightenment, some knowledge, some inspiration. I don't know what anyone gets. I don't. I don't know that anyone gets anything out of seeing the same movie over and over again. And it's just not cinema. Quote. He didn't say it's despicable. I did. Right. So apparently, Marvel movies are despicable. You can't say it. I can't even. I'm that angry, Dan. <laughs> well, he's more than entitled to his opinion. But Is that not... an opinion, though? Well, yeah. That, that's just. I mean, I think if you've earned yourself seven Oscars or whatever it was by that point. Five. Direct... Well, either way. <laughs> I'm sure that there's no Marvel movies that have been given an Black, Oscar. Black Panther won an Oscar. So this is hardly like Uwe Boll having a pop and you're just like, shut up. Everything you make is an absolute bag of tits anyway. <laughs> like, this is someone with some credibility. Um, obviously, again, I, it, maybe it's just sort of like, okay, well, all the of all the films I've made, not one of them have made as much money as those kind of films. 18 billion over the past 10 years. And I mean, The Godfather's good and all, but... It hasn't raked. It hasn't raked it all in. No, uh, but it's probably going to be more memorable, and it's inspired a lot more films, I reckon. But since when was it agreed that the only thing that could be classed as cinema, film, entertainment was things that had to be deep and emotional and made you think? Some people just want to go and see stupid things. But I, I don't understand. I obviously everybody is entitled to their own opinion. That's life. But I don't see this as an opinion. Like, if you say... Like, the, the well-made films, like... They've got great effects. Um, got likeable characters. But it's not really my kind of thing. I, I see that as an opinion. She just turn around and go, it's not cinema. That's but not, he, would that's have not... had to have, he would have had to have seen at least a few of them in order to make that kind of assessment. To go, I oh. very much doubt they have. I know uh, Scorsese hadn't. He said what? he tried. To, he tried to watch like a couple of the like, I'm assuming like Iron Man and stuff. Yeah, but these guys are also up. in their sixties and seventies, maybe. Um, like they're they're talking about films for, in essence, for kids. Really? Yeah. If you in, I don't know what I mean. I'm I'm, ang- I'm not angry because I don't really care. What well, I'll like whatever I like, but. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna be putting your opinion out there, especially as an esteemed director, you also need to have something to back up your your claims. I, the thing is, though, I don't think that he would have like gone out of his way to just stop people outside the cinema and go, "Don't you dare go and see that! It's terrible." Well, no, because it would have been some interviewer who's been like, so as soon as Scorsese made those first kind of comments, whether it was on Twitter or in an interview or whatever, and someone would have probably said, "What do you think of these Marvel films?" 
rather than him just going, oh, bloody ate them. Oh, and just go, okay, can we just get back on topic for a second rather than you just sitting here and slagging these off all day? Um, and I reckon it would have been the same thing. Someone would have been like, oh, Scorsese said this, what do you think? And just like badgering people because then it will get the clickbait title of just like, oh, um, Coppola hates all the all the Marvel films. And then obviously you've got millions of people who will go, what? Yeah, How can yeah. you? They're entertaining, they're good. It's the same as the Fast and Furious films. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. I just think they're ridiculous. But if you know people want to go and spend their money to, to go and see it, knock yourself out. If it wins an award for best car chase or whatever, then that's fine. I'm sure that's well worth it. But it's the same. It's the same argument as um, Spielberg saying that Netflix movies aren't real movies. Yeah, of some real movies. Maybe it's just like it's just the, the sort of the relics of Hollywood. Maybe which is sort of they. I, I can't either I, keep up or understand what is engaging and entertaining. Times are changing. They are. I mean, you know, these are people who are going to be, you know, in, in a few years' time, maybe the Dead. majority of films, they'll be <laughs> released digitally rather than, you know... Are we looking at maybe the cinema will, will come to a close? I don't think that will happen. Um, I know Apple were, like, testing the waters with the... Uh, a service where you could potentially rent a movie that was at the cinema, so you could watch it at home. And then if, I'm assuming because happened, yeah, that would be the end, I think. But that's just opening yourself up for easy piracy. Oh, for sure. Um, but you can get fucking Blu-ray quality movies day one. <laughs> like, yeah, but at the same time, it means that you can pay for that privilege and not have to deal with idiots. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people have got... I mean, I've got a, a rather large TV and a lot of people around the world have got huge TVs and surround sound setups and whatnot. And it's it's obviously... The, the, people haven't got 200-inch projector screens in yeah, the living room. But I think... I mean, that was one of the things um, Netflix did with... Uh, remember when Bright came out? And they yep. were setting up. You could go to, quote, the cinema to watch Bright. And you'd go in. And then it was basically a living room set. And you could right. watch the film in a living room set. <coughs> oh, and then, me. excuse you. I'm allergic and to this nonsense. Basically, what Netflix was saying was, you don't need to go to the cinema for the cinema experience. Sure. It's all, it's all in your living room. Which it is nowadays. Like, 30 years ago... People hadn't got good enough TVs that could compete with, like, not maybe not IMAX, but could compete with cinemas. Now we do, mm. and I th- and I and I, I completely disagree with Spielberg saying Netflix films aren't real films. Of course they are. They're as real as indie films. They're as real as AAA blockbuster films. If the film's good, it's good. Yeah, but I mean, it's shit, the, it's shit. I don't understand what he wants to happen. Then, I mean, do you do you have a a panel of people to say this is going to add something to society and improve yeah, our he, culture overall? He was basically saying that they don't deserve to be nominated for awards in the same, uh, like at least up for the same award as one of Spielberg's films. But how pretentious is that, though? Well, say, only how I hypocritical can, only is that, though? I can earn these kind of acclaims and awards because I make great films. And yeah. Films that will, you know, they're layered and they're deep. Um, so something that's just 
a dumb, stupid, things blow up and people are wearing wacky outfits kind of film. That's not in the same category as this that I make. So I should get awards and you shouldn't. Yeah, tell you what, that's essentially what you're saying. What was the last film that um, Coppola made? Oh so my I God. I just want to see. Um, it was released at film festivals in late 2011. It was released theatrically in early 2012. It received critical acclaim in France, but mostly negative reviews elsewhere. So, Unlike Endgame, which received <laughs> so, worldwide acclaim. Twixt has got a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb, Ooh. a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes, Ooh. and a 40% on Metacritic. Uh, youth Without Youth. After a 10-year hiatus, uh, Coppola returned to directing with Without Youth, based on a... Blah, 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 blah. film was poorly reviewed, currently holding a 30% Rotten Tomatoes rating. It was made for about $19 million. Was given a limited release, only managing two point six million at the box office. So I think that there's potentially more than just him going. I think this is a despicable way to make films. I just think that nothing he's made in the last 10, 20 years has actually landed. Yeah, and but it seems like that's. I don't understand why he would say don't give them a claim because I don't get it. Yeah, that's that's what it seems like. I mean, that might not be the the full case, but with the Spielberg thing, he's on about. Netflix movies shouldn't be nominated for the, the same kind of awards that Spielberg movies being made, uh, being nominated for. Sorry. However, he's making a load of stuff for Apple's TV streaming service. But that's different. Why? I don't know. That's because him. it's got his name attached to it. Yeah, because he's making money from it. Like I'm not being funny. Like the likes of like Will Smith and whatnot don't need. They don't need these Netflix films. No, Even doesn't Adam need Sandler to make, to doesn't need man them. Or whatever. But they'll <laughs> still have a crack at it. Jamini man. Fair play to him for just keeping the hat in the ring. I like, still... I like Bright. That is had its flaws, and I think it would have worked better as a show. It would have worked film. better as a show. That, that whole universe seems interesting, but mm. not something that could be explored in two hours. No, no nowhere near. Um, it, was, it was enjoyable, though. Yeah, I, I just I just feel that there's like these these directors who are just of a bygone age who are just saying uh, like Spielberg I've got a lot more respect for I'd say because like Apocalypse Now is incredible and so is The Godfather One Two, um, but oh. Spielberg has made infinitely more classic films and I'd just be like do you know what mate if you say for as a film expert and making films and the whole process and the art of making films. I don't think these are very good examples of making films. I would probably agree. It's not something that's going to make you sit down and God go, oh my God. Like the, like the reaction I have when I- those kind of films though. No, but that, that's exactly my point, right? So I'll watch like Schindler's List and I will be in tears at the end of it and just be like, yeah. oh my God, this is incredible. Um, but then I could also be in tears at the end of- Endgame or Infinity War because of it's it's rather than just you know a two hour well written well uh, well written well crafted kind of incredible epic of a story it's ten years worth of story and character yeah, and stuff like that you're attached to the characters exactly so I think that they're very it's a very different way of making films from what you know maybe Spielberg and all of that they you know either used to do back in the day or you know, because everything, everything can now just be sort of pushed forward and everything's computer generated and, yeah. you know, some a, a fan film can look better than some 
and I say in quotations, Hollywood films. Yeah. Um, just because it's a, it's a passion, or they've just got the ability to to kind of piss about with stuff on the computer and make hmm. things work properly. Like the, the Obi Wan Darth Vader thing. That's that's a pretty good example of just someone who's just had a crack at just it's remaking amazing. something. But it's it's a really solid effort. Yeah, if, can you imagine if they if they had Disney's money behind them? Yeah, and like what some they, of the, what like they could the, accomplish with that. Yeah, like the three D animating. <laughs> works that people do you know they'll spend months and months and months for like a three or four minute blur studios well i mean there are studios now rather than just no 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 but it's not just one man and his can, dog but but could you imagine if disney turned around and gave them the rights to make a star wars animated film or an animated series i hope that they never accept it oh man it'd they be just so go, good I'm, no we, this isn't what we this isn't our specialty you want us to make a 10 minute thing we'll we'll do it and we'll knock it out Fucking part. I'd love that. Can you imagine like an old Republic, like twenty episode mini, like like mini like episode a web- series. Webinar yeah, a, a, webisodes. Webinar. Web- webisodes. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like just like ten minutes of just sort but, of like a little. But you could watch them all back to back, and it'll make like an, an hour and a half film. Yeah, kind of like the old Republic um, trailers for the for the game. That's what I mean. Yeah, but obviously I can't of remember who made those. Blur. It was Blur, was it? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's what I mean. Like, that is some of the best, sort of like most intriguing Star Wars video stuff that that's I've seen. That's amazing. Because you're just like, who's, what is going on? Like, but they, these... they just don't follow any. They have like a, they, there's a story a, for that trailer. There's a big jump in time. I mean, they are still, you can still watch them in order and you oh, see yeah. how, like, uh, the guy, I can't remember his name now, but the bad guy gets more and more fucked up, basically. Yeah. Um, but you're right that they they kind of like have a few minute plot for that trailer to follow, um, and then that's it. But even if it was just sort of like you know, kind of like touching on like old battles of law or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, like a an assassination job from some thing years ago, some legendary yeah. like someone like reading one in a book. billion shot kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. So like you'd be sort of like, oh, here's this this the tale of this incredible bounty hunter. And then it's just that, like a 10 minute retelling of that animated in that kind of way. And yeah. then you just give them three years or something to make them. Um, that I'd so be on board for. It'd be fucking awesome. But if you said, can you make us a two and a half hour movie? Although I'm sure that with enough time, they would be able to do it. I just yeah, think that when it comes to, to like a two and a half hour feature film, the pressure that's on that, you'd lose the quality because they're going, oh shit, we've got deadlines to meet and, I, I, I really don't know them enough to go, you know, they'd be out of their comfort zone. Maybe they'd be like, oh, we're just desperate for something like that. Off, off the stuff I know, you've got, you got like the old Republic MMO, like um, mini-movies, mini like the little, like they're only like between like six to 12 minutes sure. each. Um, outside of that, there's a couple of like game cutscenes and stuff that I know they've made. Uh, they and did then- the DC Universe Online that's it. Trailer, and that, which was that's a good outstanding. Trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the game that alone didn't live up to that. <laughs> sold me on the game. But um, they also did the the leaked Deadpool footage was all made by Blur. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. So, like, but it, but what, I'm, what I mean is, there's a common theme here that these are all short, high action. Exactly. If they were looking fucking, to to move into more feature length film. It does, it's not to say that they haven't just like worked on certain things for studios maybe. No. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, they they've like done a the f- crap ton of stuff. 
the odd scene or something like that just to touch yeah. it up or something I don't know I'm just going to have a look and see if there's like a yeah, they've got like a on the on the Blur website. There's like a portfolio of all the shit they've done. Um, They're a great studio. They created the Heaven and Hell sequence for South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut in like hmm. 1997 or something. Wow! Um, I'm still at school then. CGI animated cutscenes for games such as Carnival, never heard of it. Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, Sonic the Hedgehog, Avatar, Star Wars: The Old Republic, Force Unleashed Two. Arkham City, Arkham Origins, Arkham Knight. Um, they remastered Halo 2 cutscenes for the Master Chief mm. Collection and produced the cutscenes for Halo Wars 2 after doing so for Halo Wars. And Halo Wars, I love in both Halo Wars 1 and 2, the cutscenes for those fucking games are amazing. Mm. Um, oh, uh, they did the animation for four episodes of the Netflix anthology series Love, Death and Robots. Yes, they did. Now that yes, makes they did. perfect sense if you've seen Love, Death and Robots. Been renewed for a second season as well. Fucking damn right it has. Fucking like, excellent that is, show. That is animation. Like that's that's the future of computer animation for me. It's 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 just amazing. I was so hoping when uh, it was announced that Netflix was going to be at E3, I was really hoping that a couple of the shorts from Love, Death and Robots won't be made into games. Yeah, I, I was hoping that they were going to be using them as pilots for, like, which which are people super into will make a TV show about it. Yeah. Um, there's some really good ones, really fucking are, good ones. I think there's maybe about 70, 80% of them. I was just like, that's amazing. And the other 20, I was like, it, it's still great, but... The only it, one it's I going, really didn't love... It's not the, It's what it's going up against, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a hard show to com- to compare it to anything really because each, each each different individual show was very was very different. Obviously, it had the sci fi element that was kind of apparent throughout, but the the only one I really didn't like was the weird ah. Um, oh. So it was like, uh, what's the word? Like an infomercial, educational thing. Oh, for the multiverse app. Yeah, so you had like different versions of events and yeah, Hitler yeah. and this that, and the other. And that one, it was fine. I think if it would have been shorter, I might have appreciated a bit more. But I got a little bit bored for out of it. But like, there were so many good, like such good ideas and really mm. well executed as well. Yeah, this, but again, is there's something that's like such a an extreme example of amazing computer work. Like that first one, like the, with the s- snake robot thing. Mm. Um, and then the very last one, where they're like in, in Russia, like yeah, with the weird fighting off some like alien monster horde or whatever. Like That'd it's just a like, great game. good God, this looks amazing. Like you could, it, we are starting to get to the point where as long as you're not putting real people next to them, if you had a, a CG image of a few people sort of walking around or whatever and you say, what's that? I reckon you are getting to the point now where people would be hard-pressed unless you pointed it out to know that it's not real. Well, the ship one, um, Lucky... Lucky 13? Something like that. That's amazing. That The girl, the, the lead in that was the girl from, oh, I think it was Orange is the New Black. All right. Uh, and Zoe pointed out, and I was like, I've, I've, I've never watched Orange is the New Black, so I genuinely didn't know. 
we've got a photo of her up and we're like fucking hell that is literally her yeah yeah it looked amazing and the guy the one with the it turned out the dude crashed they were that alien was like doing stuff with the mines and stuff what? Uh, so the the show on Love, Death and Robots so like they had the ship and they woke up from like cryo what's it yeah I totally forgot about that whether like that, in a that black hole phenomenal or yeah that is there was only like a lot of the you could tell they wasn't real people but it was it wasn't like I think oh, it's that, just one of those things that as soon as you just instantly you'll know you go oh that's that's not real yeah. but if you watch it your brain just kind of adapts to it yeah after like a literally a couple of seconds you, you just like regardless it looks amazing yeah like the, the the animations and stuff I mean it's completely different I watched Lion King a couple of weeks ago and the film itself is like it's fine but the animation was fucking was so good and like yeah. the when, when the like Mufasa and them are talking the, the muscles are twitching on the sides like like a real lion and it's just like, oh, it's like the animation well, this is just this is the, the kind of point they're trying to make then is that it's everything's more sort of what you're seeing rather than what you're experiencing so it's it's more of a visual it's it, you know it's just kind of it's wanking your eyes off but not your soul <laughs> if that makes sense it's wanking your eyes off so you, you're going oh my god this looks incredible but you're being complete like avatar being the perfect example I watched Avatar, some shit copy, donkeys years ago, right? And I watched it, I was like, why is this like the biggest, best film in the world or whatever? Like, it's just not that interesting. You see it as it's supposed to be seen, like in a cinema or on some Blu-ray copy, a 3D Blu-ray or whatever. You go, holy fuck me, this looks amazing. And that's what I think they might be trying to get towards, is that you get distracted and it's like a... It's like a magician, you know. They sort of like ah, just look over here, and then they're really doing something. Yeah, you know, away from your attention. So your attention is like, oh my god, this incredible battle, or all these lasers and stuff, and oh my god, they're in space now. And then if you go, well, if you strip all of that away, and then what's left over? That's that's not very good. Yeah. Whereas if you go back to a film from the sixties or seventies or whatever, this sort of like computer generated stuff just simply didn't exist, and therefore they had to. You gotta make your films a bit deeper without the the context of CGI. Sure, and, sure. I mean, Avatar is a good example of it because if you do take away how good it looks, it's not a very good film. Um, I literally I, just said that. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that is the, literally the best example of it. Yeah. But I went to see I went to see that at the cinema. I went to see it twice at the cinema um, because I was told how good it was in 3D. Um, and when we got to cinema, there wasn't. It was like a two-hour wait for like three D one. So I thought, yes, just watching two D. So we did, and it was fine. And then we went back again a different day because we both enjoyed it, and we went and watched it in three D. And then when it came out, I bought it on Blu-ray, and we was we were saving up to buy our house, so we was living with Zoe's mum and stepdad, and we were upstairs in our room, and we watched the Blu-ray of it, and Zoe's nan came round. And she wanted to watch Avatar. I'm like, well, luckily the Blu-ray came with a DVD copy. Yeah. So we went and watched it downstairs. Fucking hell, it looked dog shit. Yeah. Like just going from Blu-ray to DVD, 
still looked it looked I mean it looked fine it wasn't like it went to like 40 like 480p anything <laughs> like that but you could definitely tell the difference of it yeah but it's it is a film where you you get sucked into the world everything looks amazing it's all colourful it's all this but if you take that out it's not a very good film yeah but well, I suppose don't... then that depends on what you're going to the cinema for you know are you going to be taken away from the world that you've literally just walked in from. Yeah, you want to be immersed. Yeah, or, or do you want to learn something? Do you want to go... Do you want to question your own purpose and self-being and... Ah, oh, The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> but The Matrix can make you go, huh, that's a really interesting kind of weird-looking... Uh, weird way of looking at things. But also, at the same time, if you weren't going for some sort of, like, self-discovery... Uh, kind of journey, then there's, there's some sweet stuff with people kicking the shit out of each other. So well, if, if if you take maybe, out all the maybe the Matrix is the perfect film. It's not though, is it? Because if you took out all the <laughs> if you took out all the cool stuff, it's not a very good film. <laughs> no, I reckon it would still be like this. I, this no, this, this sort of like you, weird prison. You just can't say anything bad about the Matrix. No it's one not, can. You're it's not the law. Well, we watched the Matrix. Uh, not for the first time, obviously. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and what happened, Dan? Zoe fell asleep. Yeah. And she's like, "I oh, wasn't that good." You were asleep, Zoe. You yeah. don't get a fucking comment. <laughs> to be fair, she fell asleep on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Also weird, and also like right at the start, I was like, "Well, they haven't got to any of the really cool sort of like intricate stuff yet." In all fairness, I did fall asleep much later. I know, and I was just like, "Man, I'm just what." I've been again, up since four a.m. <laughs> watching the Matrix on my own again, <laughs> so, and I'm with people now. What is going on? This is literally like a normal Friday night. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to get like a, an air horn and just like, <laughs> what are you doing? The Matrix is on. I don't know what her excuse was, but I, I'd been up since four a.m. and this was like ten p.m. or something like that when yeah. we started watching it. So I had an excuse. Well, if we if we started watching it about six ish, maybe we should have got through it. Probably we watched that. What did we watch? Bloodlines with Stifler. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that. That was that, a right film. Actually. That was how good it was. It was all it right. It was fine. It was better it, than anything I thought it could could have possibly been. It was just a shit version of Dexter. Yeah, and considering Dexter is just a shit version of Hannibal, that fuck off. <laughs> doesn't eat people <laughs> he's a serial killer it's just but in a cool li- way seasons, one seasons one and two of Dexter are fucking awesome but again they're like seasons one and two of Arrow and then Hannibal came out and then that's when Daredevil <laughs> came out and you go oh this is nothing comparatively you can't put Hannibal against Arrow now <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting Hannibal against Dexter Dexter was better than Hannibal oh, just eat your fucking bell yeah I, I preferred Dexter no, Dexter, you're wrong. I thought Dexter was such a good show. No, it's it's just it's it's his fucking sister. She to this day does my head in. Does she I do your her. head in more than? Ah oh, man, I forgot a fucking name. Freddie Lance. Trish. Oh, Trish. From Jessica Jones. I haven't got a problem with Trish. Ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Trish is fine. She's nah. not. 
Well, Deborah, right? She's just, it's constantly like, oh my God, why didn't anyone do what I want to do? Oh, I've been promoted. Oh, and I'm in tears again. Oh, Dexter. Oh, God. And it's just like, oh my God, can someone please shoot her? <laughs> they did try. <laughs> Honestly, she was just the worst. This whiny, narcissistic, self indulgent little dick. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I should be a better brother. He's a serial killer. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. Let him do his fucking job. He's taking out all bloody bad guys than you have. That's what I don't get with stuff like that. I mean, obviously murder's bad, but... Well... People like Dexter, and to a lesser degree, Stifler, in Bloodlines. <laughs> I refuse to call him by his real name. Of course. Um, they're doing a job that the police are failing to do. If they'd done their jobs properly in the first place... I mean, to be fair, Dexter kind of fucking fucked up the evidence so they got away. But if if the police did their jobs properly, they wouldn't be able to get killed outside of prison. <laughs> yeah, that's not really how the justice system works. It is in Dexter world. Well, no, because they apparently just go, oh, just as long as I'm clean, as long as I stick to my rules... No one can ever catch me. Tell you what, go back in time 50 years and do that, and yeah, you're right, no one will ever catch you. These to days, be fair... Scan you with some bullshit satellite. No, nobody did catch him till uh, he started fucking up. Well, no, he had a, the people he had a good who did, run. he just killed him. Or they ended up dying and that did from finish something it, else. Because I don't want to spoil it in case you decide to go and watch it. Uh, <laughs> the ending's fucking dog shit, I'll tell you that much. Mm, I can't remember much past the Trinity Killer. Oh, that was a good season, that was. Like with John Lithgow. Yeah, good actor. Um, yeah, he really is, right? Do you remember him in Bigfoot and the Hendersons? I do, yeah. <laughs> so seeing him from that to, like, Planet of the Apes. Um, hey! To being a murderer in a bathtub. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird transition. He was pretty good. He was good. Yeah. Um, do you know what I made Logan watch this weekend? Hannibal? No. <laughs> no. The best detective film of all time. Ace Ventura? Roger Rabbit. Fantastic. Did he love it? He fucking loved it. Bet he did. And we watched Nightmare Before Christmas the weekend before. I haven't Just, seen that in forever. I watch it at least probably like every eight months. <laughs> I yeah. fucking love that film. No, That's where think... Logan's middle name comes from. Zero. Jack. No. Oh. <laughs> Logan Zero. <laughs> I think that's an ace name. That, that's, that's a pretty cool name. Um, yeah. yeah, but he loved both of them. Good. We tried him with the corpse bride, but he weren't, he weren't feeling it. Well, maybe put on Logan and see if he's... He goes, oh, this is ace. Like, yeah, that's who you're named after that. <laughs> I, t- I was trying to tell him, but I was walking him to school and... We were talking and he's like, what's your favourite superhero? I was like, Wolverine. And he's like, really? So he's, that's who you're named after. He's like, my name's not Wolverine. <laughs> like, oh. What an idiot. <laughs> it's better than what it could have been, though, if we'd have had your way. <laughs> what? He'd have just been Punisher. No, not Frank. Is- it was Frank Jr., wasn't it? Frank Jr., there you Frank go. Frank Jr. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, it's 48 minutes, Dan. Do you want to chuck anything in, or do you want to wrap it up? Well, we've got shit to do, man. So, 
I'd like, say nap by the sounds of it. No, I still need to eat and get some stuff done. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to do... I'll tell you what, I'll tell you this now. We've made a wheel, a special wheel. We have. That's going to have a... PV picker. Yes, that's literally just going to have a list of all the games that we can play together and record as such. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the PVPPS. We're going to spin the wheel on PVPPS. Um, so all of our Patreon exclusive members will know what's going to be coming up other than the schedules on the website. Uh, and then uh, we're going to have some sweet BTS chats and possibly something else that I can't remember. But yes, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that then. <laughs> um, so again, before we go, just reminder, this week's episode is brought to you by Accessory Power and their Enhanced Gaming Range. Uh, if you want to take advantage of our Infiltrate Gaming Mouse offer, and uh, just follow the link in the description, and you can get 15% off using promo code PVSP15OFF. That's PVSP15OFF. That promo is active until the 28th of October 2019. And keep your eyes peeled for the full review of the mouse, which will be on the website in probably two days' time <coughs> from the day this podcast was recorded. Um, bless you again, Dan. Uh, obviously, if you want to check out the uh, website, it's www.podcastfirstplay.com. You can uh, head over there. Everything is on there. It's brilliant. It's sexy. Mm. Um, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> including a sneak little tease for our new show, Starcom. Yeah. That is kind of in the works. Um, it's not going to be a quick release, <laughs> but it's getting there. Um, but there's lots of other stuff, including uh, brand new retro shenanigans where we played uh, More Combat 3 and Road Rash 3. We're not yes. as ill as we look in the video either. We don't know what happened. Yeah, it's weird lighting problems. Yeah, but we do look like we've just woken up from like a 14 day bender. <laughs> Well, there's a couple of those, and there's also going to be uh, a new 90s versus noise there mm-hmm. Because I know that there's been a few people who have been asking about it, um, so we liked it. We're going to do some more of them. So hopefully, watch this bloody space, you'll see them soon. There'll be some more. Mm. Um, I was hoping to uh, catch it before you finish talking, because I can't remember who it was. Jenny has a bun. <laughs> That's something that, like that, yeah. That's who asked us. No, I'm looking at it now. That's oh, right. who asked us if we were going to do another night versus noise. Yes, we are, and yes, we will. So anyway, we're going to go go do PVPPS and do the PV picker, and then uh, we'll see you again next week. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye, Dan. <laughs>